Welcome, 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 fair listener. We are back. This is, of course, the Lake Hooplands podcast brought to you by Brendan and Scott. I am Scott. I'm Brendan. And then we have our uh, regular guest in the middle, Hall of Fame basketball Hall coach, of Fame. Joe Duffield. It's been a really big It's been a really big two weeks if he's in the Hall of Fame now, I think. All right. But uh, uh, yes, thank you, of course, for joining us. We are presented, as usual, by... Tritex Cabinets. It's www.tritexcabinets.com. This is the playoffs edition. Are you excited? Are you talking to me or Coach I'm Joe? talking to you. I'm super excited about the playoffs and, in addition to that, President's Day playoff edition. Yeah, so you guys going to practice tomorrow or no? Uh, we are definitely practicing tomorrow. <laughs> Big day. We're, we're excited about the postseason. This is what our guys have been working all season for. Um, they're really, really excited to... Uh, you know, get into this playoff mode. February, March basketball is the best time of year, and, and we're ready for it. So, uh, of course, there are playoff podcast sponsorship opportunities available. You can email myself. It's scott at linesight2020.com. It's linesight dot 2020com Or brendan at linesight2020.com as well. Uh, you can spot. We're going to do a podcast every playoff game. Are we going to go live from Louisville on Tuesday? We are not going to go live from Louisville, but we will go live from somewhere. That's I want to do sure. it live on that big water tower that says "Fighting Farmers." Okay, I don't. Do you have a ladder? Uh, no, but I've got Samson. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of our very very special guests today, uh, we've got two senior captains: uh, the big man Samson Alatan and. Warren Hamilton, the three-point threat. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, at Lake Hooplands. Get in there. So let's start off just real quick. Touch on the girls, you know. Maybe not touch on them, but let's yeah. talk about them. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's broach the subject. How about that? So uh, they lose to Little Elm in the uh, area round of the playoffs after beating Arlington Bowie, uh, our same Boys will play Arlington Bowie on Tuesday. But they beat Arlington Bowie in the by-district round, and we just wanted to shout out and give uh, a nice congratulations to Coach MJ on a really, really great season in you know some pretty difficult circumstances. They, they did an awesome job. Uh, big shout-out to the girls' program. I think it was their first by-district championship, uh, first playoff win since 2009. Dang. Uh, so really, really proud of them. Overcame a lot of adversity, injuries, you know, a young team again. And uh, to beat Bowie in the first round in a really good game um, just speaks a lot to what they're doing as a program and the coaches and players. Um, and they're super young. I mean, they are going to graduate some really good seniors, but um, a lot of talent coming back. Hopefully a couple of those girls that were out this year will, will be back and better than ever next year. So a lot to be excited about in the girls program for sure. Amazing, amazing work, Coach MJ. Congratulations. Well, senior night, what a what an event that was. Bill Self was in the house. Yeah, so Bill Self, <laughs> so our friend Kyle Hickey, he is like the biggest Kansas fan there is. And so we see Bill Self walk in, and I text him. I say, hey, Bill Self's uh, in, the, in the house. And Hickey attends a lot of games. This one, he was in bed. <laughs> and he said, are you serious? Dude, I'm coming up there right now. So he gets he gets out of bed. His his whole family gets them all geared up in full Kansas like shirts, sweatshirts, all the things. He comes up and just fanboys out. So that was great to have Bill Self in the house. That was pretty cool. Uh, and it was quite the spectacle after the game, as everyone's taking pictures with him and and all the things. So many, so many phones and and cameras going on. But uh, let's let's highlight what's really important. Senior night, uh, we've got a couple of them here uh, in the basement of chaos today. It was a great event. Um, winning district, uh, cutting down the nets. Um, just a lot of fanfare and overall uh, great feelings. A big win against Pierce. Um, congratulations, coach! Congratulations, seniors, on that win. Uh, so, how many how many seniors are there on this year's team, Coach Joe? So we we had nine uh, young men that we honored on senior night. Um, you know, seven who are, are normal players, and then we kind of have two managers. Um, 
one of whom Joseph Hughes uh, got to suit up in that senior night game. We've kind of got a good little tradition going the last four years. Uh, our seniors have scored, or our senior managers have scored points on senior night. Nice. That to uh, Jackson Marburger last year, um, and then Mace Dunham and Cody Taylor. And so Joseph was able to get in the game and, and got himself a, a good free throw, had a couple other good attempts. Um, but yeah, we had nine guys that have been with us and, uh, you know, have, have been a part of this program building and, and going in the right direction and just really, really thankful for, for all of them, their families. Uh, and it was really special to be able to cut down the nets at home and, um, clinch that district title. Um, and, uh, we learned that we need to work on how to cut down the nets, where to cut down the nets. <laughs> And uh, we were a little inexperienced, and we're really hoping we get another opportunity to do that, and I'm sure we'll be a lot better next time. That's oh, good practice. It was. It was. You know, everybody, you don't start at where the top. do you cut it? How big of a piece do you take? Yeah. Um, you know, what? And, and we learned a lot. We learned and, a lot. And you so have to leave, it'll, it'll you have to leave the hoop intact so that the coach can wear the nets at the end. You just get a little piece. And well, then that's the player, etiquette. Yeah, no. Yeah, as a player, you get a little piece. You get a piece, and then the coach gets to put it around like it's a necklace. That's right. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, We'll know that for next time, right? (laughs) We'll we'll get it right. Um, I did have a question, having having Bill Self in the house. What are the rules and regulations around coaches talking to players at games or even home visits? I just don't really know the whole ins and outs of their, you know, I know they have contact periods and things like that. So what's what's the background on that? Yeah, I mean, some of the some of the bigger rules, uh, you know, the coaches can't reach out directly to kids until after their sophomore year. So going into junior year, um, they cannot talk to kids. Like, I can't send a text message to, uh, say, Warren Hamilton if he's not a junior in high school yet. Um, there are times where they are allowed or not allowed to um, talk to kids or to watch workouts or, um, you know, things like that. But as far as... Um, you know, during the season, coming to a game, uh, and coaches are definitely allowed to, you know, kind of stay after the game, visit with the kid, visit with the parents, um, things like that. Wow. What a, what a tremendous honor for a coach self to come in. And we were also commenting on what his thoughts might have been, considering Trey Johnson didn't start that game. He's like, all right, so I'm here. I'm here, and what, he's not going to play? And like, what's, what, are, what are you benching him? What's going man- on? What, we got load management going on here. I, I flew all this way for this. Uh, of course, Trey got into the game, did his thing, all was well, but we thought that was kind of a funny little uh, uh, component to that. Um, so one of the things that's got to be hard for you to do as a coach is, number one, you're trying to, of course, win the game, get the championship belt underneath you, and then also funnel in all of the senior players that you have to do. Is that, one, in your opinion, probably one of the more uh, difficult set of circumstances to coach a game in? It, it's always a um, kind of coaching thing that you have to think about. I, I'm in the camp of, you know, senior night should definitely be about those guys that are seniors. You need to reward them. And we've always, since I've been here and since I've been a head coach, we, we start all five seniors on senior night if we have five. Uh, the last two years, we only had four uh, players. And so Trey still got to start. Um, so this was a first for him, uh, first time ever coming off the bench uh, as a Lake Collins <laughs> Wildcat. Uh, He'll get to start next year. It's fine. Yeah, and I think uh, he's got to wait his turn. Coach Self and everybody else in the gym got to see what he could do in the second quarter. He was unbelievable um, as we kind of separated ourselves. Um, but yeah, it is. I mean, you definitely those kids have worked so hard their whole career, and, and senior night is supposed to be about them. It's their last home game, their last chance to play in front of our home crowd, and in the gym where they've spent so much of their time and, and have dedicated themselves to, to the game and our team. And you want to reward them for that. And, and, and they definitely, uh, you know, all of our guys, I thought did a, did a great job that night against Pierce. Um, and it was, it was just so much fun and uh, thankful for our community. And we had a great crowd and, um, and being able to stay after and cut down the nets. It was just, just really, really special. Well, the fans and uh, Khalil Thomas rewarded all of us. Um, <laughs> so here's what I'll say. The, the beginning player introductions or opponent player introductions, that's the place where you can get creative fans, okay? You can get all the chants and all the things, but you're only going to get one of the – this is – no. everyone's watching you. 
at this particular uh, moment. And so Khalil does his little high five thing, shoots the fake bow and arrow over to the crowd, and everyone falls down. Yes. It was <laughs> awesome. I loved it. And here's what I'll say. We're going to post uh, to our Instagram, at Lake Hooplins, a little opponent player introduction uh, that you guys can take to Louisville on Tuesday night and utilize. I'm very excited about this. This is probably your favorite thing. I, I believe this is your actual mission statement for this podcast. That's right. To educate fans on how to be most effective in their cheering. Correct. Correct. Uh, so we're going to do that. Um, so finish up the uh, the regular season with two wins uh, very comfortably. One over Nimitz, 96-58. to 58. And then not so lovingly on Valentine's Day uh, over Irving, 85-36. to 36. Did you have Valentine's plans that you had to, had to miss? What is... What does uh, Coach Duffield and Mrs. Duffield do on Valentine's Day? Oh, I am uh, blessed with the best coach's wife I could ever ask for. Um, you know, she she understands, and unfortunately, we've spent many a Valentine's Day uh, in the gym. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we the, the romantic side of it and dinner, gifts, all that, we, we find other time to do that. But uh, that's just been over the last 20 years, there's been a lot of uh, Valentine's in the gym, around the gym, going to practice, going to a game. Um, and, yeah, that Tuesday at Irving uh, was no different. The culture has already been set uh, quite some time, so everybody knows what they're getting into. Now, how did you come four-point shot of knocking off the 100-point the 100, the 100 mark uh, against Nimitz? Oh, um, you know, I, I thought that was a really good game over there. Um, you know, we played a lot of guys, and uh, – you know, we were definitely pushing the tempo, trying to play play fast. Um, and, yeah, we, we, we didn't look to really, you know, hit 100 there. Um, you know, we were just really focused on playing really solid basketball. We want to keep our momentum going heading into the playoffs. And, um, you know, scoring 96 points, we'll, we'll take that any day. So you end up 27-3, and 15-0 in district. How many undefeated district championships does Lake Highlands have? You know, I, I'm not sure on that. We went back and looked at some old trophies. Um, it was my first time as a, as a head coach um, on varsity having an undefeated district championship. It was something our kids were, you know, definitely wanted. Um, we talked about it. Um, and, uh, you know, I know the last district championship, uh, I was an assistant coach here at Lake Highlands the last time we won it in 2009. Uh, I believe we were 11-3 and three maybe that year. Um, so we weren't undefeated then. And then I tried to go back a little further. So it's definitely been a while. Um, and it's hard to do. Our district is very, very good. Um, really good teams, really good coaches. Um, you know, I could just go down the line and, uh, you know, lots of teams have tried different stuff on us. And I'm just proud of our kids and how they prepared for each one of those 16 wins. And, you know, being undefeated is, is really special. Currently on a 17-game winning streak. And now we need six more uh, to raise the banner. Um, being undefeated is, it, there's something about it. And that last game, so uh, my WRE Warriors fourth grade team is undefeated uh, as well. We got, awesome. our, we got our final regular season win yesterday. And I was more nervous, <laughs> I think, during that game than any other game uh, during the season just because I want that little zero in the loss column. It's fun. It, it, it's very special, and, you know, in the game of basketball, you're going to have nights where where everything goes in, you're playing great. You're going to have other nights where sometimes things don't go your way. Maybe the ball's not falling or calls are kind of iffy, and, um, you know, to to go undefeated, it, it just takes a lot of, um, you know, character resilience and, and, and hard work and dedication, and our guys um, have definitely earned it. So that will take us to the final regular season. Marable Homes Player of the Week. Marable Homes, of course, a custom home builder. Lake Highlands, Preston Hollow, Highland Park. Uh, go right over there to Walnut Hill and Odelia next to the Lake Highlands Donut Store, next to Shady's. Speak with Blake Marable. Get yourself a home. This is the last home we're passing out this, this oh, no. season. Giving away so many homes this year. Yeah, All right, so who is the final Marable Homes Player of the Week? Yeah, we're going to have a first-time winner here. Um, you know, this this young man is, is is one of our seniors, has has come a long, long way um, from his freshman year to senior year. Just super, super proud of how much he's grown as a, as a player and as a young man. And really, uh, the last two games at, at Nimitz and, and at Irving, uh, 
this kid played some of his best basketball, and, and he just uh, is a, brings a lot of energy to the court, is a great defender, flies around, um, had some amazing you know dunks and finishes in the Irving game, and was really solid at Nimitz. Oh, uh, Brendan. So we're going to go – the kids like to refer to him as the hood hero. Uh, other people refer to him as man-man. Uh, but we know him as Jire Williams. We're going to have to go with Jire Williams for our Player of the Week. Jire Williams, congratulations, senior player man, Jire Williams, on the Marable Homes Player of the Week. He also is getting a home as well, correct? I, th- I thought you were going to, um, like, Cheedy. Brendan's favorite player is Cheedy. Um, and, and he hit the opening three-pointer on senior night. Yes. There was literally, I said, Brendan, do you think you're a bigger fan of Cheedy or his mom? And I think Brendan said he was. Uh, it's probably me. I mean, so um, amongst, <laughs> amongst the dads that we are typically sitting with, we all kind of have a different guy that we'd like, <laughs> like to sponsor out there on the court. Warren's got a sponsor. Uh, yeah, Warren does have a sponsor. And he is, I almost <laughs> wanted to see if Jason Larry could be here today because uh, he's such a huge fan of yours. We're uh, trying to get a restraining order against him, actually, <laughs> to keep we'll you keep safe. Bay. We'll, 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 we'll maybe let do, do a meet and greet at some point in the future uh, after a playoff game. But uh, great, great season all around for the seniors, and congratulations uh, yes. on all of our players of the week. Already. Yes. So now we get into uh, the playoffs. Lake Highlands is in Region 1. Is that true? Yes. Okay. Region 1, they will play Tuesday night, for anyone that doesn't know. Tuesday night, 7 p.m., February 21st. It's my birthday. Uh, against Arlington Bowie at Louisville High School. Now, how did Louisville High School get picked for this game? Uh, good question. So the first, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the first couple rounds of the playoffs, um, you know, you have to negotiate with the opposing coach. So, okay. um, you know, kind of beforehand, you'll call different gyms and see what's available. A lot of places they'll, they'll have lists, you know, basically waiting lists. So the first person that contacts them and says, Hey, can I use your gym? Uh, they'll be first on the list. And then as you start talking to the opposing coach, you try to find something neutral. Uh, we asked to flip home and home. Uh, we, we were trying to get a, one more home game for our, our fans, but uh, Bowie would not agree to that. Uh, really? They said they don't play well at their home. You know? <laughs> uh, so it didn't make any sense for them to flip home and home. They're, like, they're terrible in their own gym. Is, so that, is that true? I, I, I doubt it. Uh, but, <laughs> that is uh, so funny. You know, they didn't want to come over and, and face the Lake Highlands fans. And, um, and I get that. So... Uh, we, you know, we looked at a couple other sites. A, a few people were ahead of us here and there. We, we wanted to play at South Oak Cliff again, uh, but somebody had already reserved that. Um, and Louisville was the best kind of neutral location that, that we could find. It is a good gym, and it's, it's kind of about the same distance from Lake Highlands and, and from Bowie. Um, but, yeah, please uh, come on out. Uh, we, we would love to have a, a great uh, student section, a great, great fan base. Uh, uh, to get behind us as we as we go make this run, and I've had so many people come up to me and say, "Yep, got tickets, got tickets, I'm awesome. going." So it's going to be awesome. uh, a packed house. Um, what's the strategy behind flipping home and home? I feel like if you're a good team, you really you'll do the home and home flip because you can play well on the road as well, and you have that chance to at least play at home. I remember our senior year, we played Texas City in the uh, by district round, and we ended up playing our playoff game in Texarkana. Well, we lost the flip. <laughs> yes, yes, we lost the flip. That yeah. was not cool. Um, yeah, it, it, there is a lot that goes into the negotiations. Another big part of it is uh, the officials you're going to use. You know, uh, we're, we use the Dallas chapter. Um, Arlington Bowie uses the Fort Worth chapter. Um, so we went with a neutral crew. We're going to use the North Texas chapter. Uh, but that's a big part of negotiations. You know, different, different officiating crews kind of call the game a little bit differently. Um, and so knowing who you can use and, and who you want to use, depending on the opponent, that can be important. Uh, what kind of ball you're going to use, who's going to be home and away. There's just a lot of different things that you kind of you know, work through uh, with the other coach in those negotiations. So just as a little playoff primer, um, the top four teams in each district make the playoffs. Lake Highlands is in District 7, 6A. So 6A is the classification. District is 7. Uh, so in our district, it's us, HP, Richardson and Jesuit grab that last spot. Region one is kind of all of Northeast Texas. So Dallas, Fort Worth, Lufkin, kind of that way. Yeah, we actually, we actually go West. Um, oh, okay. So region one will go as far as El Paso. Oh, um, geez. We go kind of Fort Worth through El Paso, 
Um, now are we flipping home and home for El Paso? <laughs> that sounds <laughs> like Midland. Definitely not. The, the, the good fortunate thing for us, we won't have any of those teams until the regional tournament, which that is at Fort Worth, um, at Wilkerson Grinds in Fort Worth. Okay. So, um, you know, it looks like definitely Arlington Bowie's first, and then uh, potentially Plano East or McKinney Boyd, who play tomorrow night. Um, and then, then maybe we're hoping another third-round matchup with Arlington Martin, who um, we would love to see in the third round again. So just real quick on Bowie, they uh, finish in their district is the uh, the fourth place team. Uh, they go five and five in their district and ten and sixteen on the season. What sort of uh, bear trap do you uh, foresee there possibly being for for the Wildcats? Yeah, I mean we played them last year in the first round of the playoffs, so we're we're somewhat familiar with them. Uh, they they have some good players. We've been we've been kind of coming up with our game plan and uh, they have some. Good athletes. They're quick. They're athletic. They get. They, they move. They have some kids that can shoot it pretty well. Um, and Coach Gratz, who's been at Arlington Bowie for a long, long time, uh, is a really good coach. They're going to play hard. They're going to be physical and, and athletic. Um, don't have a ton of size. Um, and uh, you know, we're 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 just excited about the playoffs. I mean, this is what we all look forward to. And um, yeah, I think it'll be a good game. Region one, very very difficult. <laughs> Very difficult. Yes. So the second round, uh, if we get by Bowie on Tuesday, will be against Plano East or McKinney Boyd. Plano East lost uh, the district title to Plano, which puts them in our second round bracket. And they're the fourth ranked team in the state, uh, according to Max Preps, just behind our fair Wildcats. Uh, Lake Highlands did beat Plano East in the Allen tournament 66-49 over Thanksgiving? Is that right? Uh, Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Uh, over Christmas break. And we talked about this on the pod. They've got some real players. Um, they can really, really shoot it. Uh, yes. But we, we get by one, and then we got Plano East, and then after that's Arlington Martin, and after that is Highland Park again. And, you know, there's a lot, a lot of good teams in Region 1. Yeah, no doubt. I think if you look at the, all the brackets, I think we have the uh, probably toughest road. I, I think there's the most um, – you know, state title contenders that in our region compared to what you have in some of the other regions. I think some of the other regions have maybe one or two teams that really are probably locks to win that region. Whereas region one, I mean, there's, I think if you look at our little side of the bracket, I mean, there's four or five teams that really have a legitimate shot. So, um, but that's the way we like it. We want to play the best and we want to beat the best. And, um, you know, so we're, we're really looking forward to those challenges uh, in the weeks ahead. All goes back to those tests early in the season against these nationally ranked programs that really, really tuned you up. So, well, we're we're gonna we're gonna do the the chair shuffle here. Like I said, we have some really special guests. Um, Samson Allenton is here. Right. Warren Hamilton is here. Yes. And we are going to say thank you very much, Coach Joe, for being here. Good luck on your playoff run. Thank you, guys. Thanks for all these podcasts, and I hope we have several more here in the next few weeks. But uh, excited to get some of our players. Hopefully we'll get some more players uh, so the fans can get to know them a little bit better. And you got two really good ones here today. So uh, thanks, everybody, and come see us in the playoffs. Yes, sir. Thank you, Coach Joe. Coach Joe. Okay. We have got the great Samson Alaton. Senior captain, true center. He's the big man, number 10. You've probably seen him around. He's tall. Just a little bit. 6'9 or 6'10? Uh, technically, I am 6'9 without shoes. What but did you tell shoes, Yale? I'm 6'10. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll let Yale know that I am 6'10. Okay, good. Also got a 16'10 on his SAT. Is that true? I don't think you can get that, but they gave him 10 points. No, you can get 2,400 now, right? Oh, is that true? Is that right? I don't know. I think it's 1,600. Oh, it's still 1,600. Yes. What do you think about that, Water? I know my college admissions. GPA. My GPA is a 3.8. 3.8. He's a student. He's a scholar and a gentleman. He's strong in the paint. Uh, <laughs> that's what most people would say about Mr. Alaton. Now, when did you – so uh, this question comes up a lot uh, in, in the stands as we mingle about with our with fans and parents and whatnot in the community – when did you start playing basketball? I really technically started playing around fourth, fifth grade. I watched a couple of NBA finals before, and I just really wanted to be a part of it. Watched my brother play a little bit in elementary, and I just wanted to give it a shot. I got to play with my elementary basketball team, and I thought it was 
a really fun thing to do, and I kept going with it. Well, you've made the correct choice in continuing to stick with it. I think that that uh, goes without saying. I well, saw your parents at senior night. They're very tall. Yes, sir. Is your brother tall? My brother's about 6'6". Six, six. Okay. How old is he? That's a yes. Uh, he's a sophomore at A&M right now. Sophomore at A&M. Okay. Did Coach Kirk like lead him there? Or what? Like, how'd that happen? No, my dad was also a huge A&M fan, so he kind of just went with the path with them. Okay, we've got too many Aggies coming on the program. We really are just going to be vetting this a little more seriously. Warren better not be an Aggie, or I'm um, just going to stop it right here. Well, let's don't, let's don't give too much away to that. Okay. What, um, what, was the, what was it about basketball as you started playing fourth, fifth grade, and as you began going kind of in the younger years, what was it about basketball that attracted you so much to the game? It was really just the energy and the pace that I saw when I was watching the NBA Finals. One huge Finals I watched was the Mavs versus the Heat, always being in Dallas. I was always rooting for Dallas, and just seeing them win that big one was something that I really dreamed of, trying to win the big one for whatever team I played for. That's a great answer. Passion, energy, and the hometown fan as well. That's right. Uh, so what of your current teammates uh, have you played with the longest? Since, you know, some of these guys that started playing basketball when they were in kindergarten, uh, you came on a little bit later on the scene. Is there somebody that you've played with more than uh, the others? There's a couple seniors I've played with a couple years at Lake Hollins alone, like Warren Hamilton. I've played with Chidi Ume and Khalil Thomas, but the person I've played with the most is Jari Williams. He went to my elementary school at Aiken. We played together in fifth and sixth grade. We both went to Forest Meadow Junior High. And even though this is technically my first year playing with him on a Lake Island team, we, I would technically say that I played with him the longest since I've known him the longest. All good pedigree over there. Um, so what sort of advice, we, you know, we, you see a lot of kids coming to the games uh, each and every time out, uh, the, home, the hometown team. Uh, what advice would you give, like, the younger kids that are uh, aspiring to be uh, basketball players at this varsity level? Just always be looking to take an advice. There's always something in your game that someone could really work on. And if you're willing to put in that work, you could really become the player that you really want to be. And always just try to have fun with the game. The game is a really fun sport. And if you can't really find the fun in the game, it might not be the sport for you. The game is fun. That yes, is sir. wise. Samson's wise. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, so a DECA participant, that's the Distributive Education Clubs of America. I was going to let Brendan read this one, but I don't think he know, he can say the word distributive <laughs> in any normal sense. It's a lot to get out, but I also <clears throat> thought I would distribute some of the questions for you to ask. <laughs> How about that? I used it in a sentence. Thank you. That's so good. Distributive Education Clubs of America. So tell us about that and, and what you found to be the most rewarding by going through that process. You're basically put into this like business role-playing scene. There's first a test that you have to take, and if you don't pass it, you're technically not even allowed to go. But then after you pass that test, you be in a role-playing scene with the judge. You get a certain role you have to play. Like in my test, I had to be like a manager of this golf company who had to advise for this food company that was low and needed more food donations, so how I could set up like a tournament or something like that to promote the food company and get food donations to them. Now you're speaking our language. Yes. So start talking about golf. Now we're in. <laughs> so I'm basically made up this like mini putt putt tournament to where all it takes to enter is like donate one or two cans of foods. And if you win, there's like a prize for like to donate to a charity of your choice, which I thought that was a really fun idea. And I think the judge liked it too. Very cool. Yes, sir. Uh, great senior year. Almost certainly first team all district. Um, what's your fondest memory of this season so far? Really, I've always had a good time with the guys, but I think my favorite moment from this year was just the Highland Park game in general, the energy that was there. And even though we were down during the first overtime by about six points with like a minute and a half, two minutes left, just our willingness to not give up, continue to push, and knowing that all the work we've put in, it's led to moments like this. So having that comeback and then getting the second overtime win, just the energy that the fans brought to us just really brought a spark to us. My favorite Samson play this season was um, in Florida in overtime <clears throat> against the Georgia team. And you caught it at about the free throw line in overtime and absolutely jammed it home, drew the foul. That basically won the overtime, I thought. Mm -hmm. I love that play. Now, the announcer, I was watching it on my computer, 
Mr. Alton down the lane for a dunk. How many times do you get Mr. Alton? Because I, I, it's like your name is fine. Alaton, like it's easy. It's it doesn't say Alton. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How many times do you get something like Alton? Uh, a pretty good amount. I get a lot of different names. I get Alatan. I get Aliton. I get a bunch of weird names. But it personally doesn't hurt me a little bit too much. It, some people like hate when their names are pronounced wrong, but I don't stress about it too much. I get Woodward a lot, and I punch people. No, I don't. That's not, I don't that's do that. not true. I don't, I don't think do ever punched anybody. You're that's true. I, I don't think I ever have punched anybody. <laughs> that's amazing. We'll, we'll break that down a little bit later, perhaps. <laughs> All right, so so let's get back to the subject at hand. You're the highest. Where did we go? Well, we were talking. We about were still. You again. We've been talking about the subject at hand the whole. It's it's Samson. He's the subject at hand. Yeah, but then we got onto you punching people. <laughs> that's that's off task. Okay. Highest rated recruit in Yale program history. Did you know that? Uh, I just found out in the article that was made about me not too long ago. That oh, I was, what's this I article? It was just basically a story about I'm me. in what publication. Uh, it was by uh, this guy who works for, uh, he used to work with New York Times, but now he just writes his own articles. And okay. he just wanted to write a little bit about me. Very cool. Wow, that's an amazing accomplishment to be the highest rated recruit in Yale ba- basketball history. So, on that note, what stood out to you as far as Yale is concerned over some of the more you know, household programs you know in and around here the texas kansas state texas tech texas a&m uh ut what was it about yale that just said this is where i belong well education was always a big thing for me and my family so of course that was one big thing that came into it but it was also a lot about the fit because there were a lot of big time basketball schools that i passed up in but if i didn't feel comfortable being in a role in their school i felt like it wasn't going to be best for me even though they weren't even though Yale's not as big of a, like a basketball school as other schools, I feel like I can fit in really well Like early on. I thrived well with the coaching staff. I thrived both with the players, and I just felt like I could really fit in. Yeah, That's, it seems like uh, it's the right calling for you because you've been solidly committed uh, since you gave your commitment, and we've seen you. You look good in that Yale basketball uniform. We've yes, seen sir. a couple of pictures. It looks, it looks like you were made to wear that thing. Yes, sir. So when you get to campus – uh, next, this upcoming fall, fall of 2023, what are you what are you considering in terms of like a major or what do you, what do you think scholastically your life's going to look like? We're trying to just go ahead and put you in a box right now mm-hmm. and just say you're going to have to go do this now. It's on it's on record for you to be you know Senator Alaton or whatever. <laughs> um, I'm leaning towards economics, studying economics, but I'm also still stuck between that marketing and statistics. Math has just always been a thing I loved a lot. So I'm really stuck between those three, but I feel like whichever one of those three I do end up studying in, I feel like I will have a lot of really big help in letting me achieve my goals. Now, I love spy novels and everything about spy things. Um, Yale, known for uh, skull and crossbones, some sort of secret fraternity. Mm -hmm. So when you get uh, the black bag over your head, and uh, kidnapped into a van. Will you let us know that you've joined the Skull and Crossbones? I'll make sure to let you know. Okay, perfect. Thank you. I don't you. think you're supposed to talk about that kind of stuff. I want to know, but I mean, it's I really... Secretive. I know. I kind of want to go to Yale now. You think they'd let me in? Not when they find out you've never punched somebody. I think they let you in. Uh, I did actually almost go to Yale to play basketball. That's a longer story. All right. How about let's go full court press? With okay, Mr. we are Alaton. going to we are going to go now with a full court press with Samson Alaton. Alley oop or blocked shot? I will personally go with the alley oop because I've had a lot of blocked shots. I have a lot of alley oops, and I feel like just getting that one big alley oop play could really be a momentum changer to getting the fans hype, especially in like a home game. Like that Highland Park game, getting a bunch of those big-time dunks that I had, getting that pass from Q for that big dunk, I feel like that changed a lot of the momentum in the game and kept us rolling. So just having that big-time alley-oop dunk that I can get from passes like Jalen Washington or any of our other players, I feel like it's just like an energy booster. It is a great play for the fans, and you make me very nervous. The ball goes up into the air, and you're not immediately jumping. And I'm like, is he going to dunk it? And then somehow you get up there and do it. But I want you to be like ready. Like when that ball goes on, mm, put that down. Of 
course. All right. Well, I get a little more concerned because I thought you almost decapitated yourself uh, <laughs> on one of them at the, uh, at the Highland Park game, I actually thought. I think it was just the angle I had. It looked like your head was about to get severed off. <laughs> but but there was no, absolutely no danger whatsoever. So you know your clearance. Yes, sir. Now, how about this one? I came up with this one today. Now, more claustrophobic for you. A two-door hatchback car riding in the vehicle. Let's go back seat. Or the gymnasium at Dallas Jesuit. What's more claustrophobic? <laughs> I've honestly had a lot of big-time moments in the Jesuit gym. Going back to my sophomore year, getting a big-time duck at the end of the game. A lot of big-time plays in the first half. So I think I would be more claustrophobic inside uh, the hatchback car. I think you're, I think you're right. But it's got to be close. That's why it became a question. Oh, right, right, Coach no. Joe. Small gym. Small. <laughs> the stands are just so small. I mean, we could talk about that gym for days. Oh, without a doubt. New Haven, Connecticut. Pizza, charred thin crust, or oyster, oyster po' boy? I've honestly always been a huge pizza guy. I haven't been as big of a seafood guy, so I would definitely go with the pizza. Okay. Every basketball person we've had on an Asked a Food question, pizza's been the answer. <laughs> it's just a pizza kind of place. We, it's a pizza we, kind we of sport. We threw this in there because that's apparently what don't... Now, for some of our uh, listeners um, who aren't very good with geography, Yale is in New Haven, Connecticut, so that is why this is an appropriate question. That's the insurance capital of the world, by the way. Oh, the Hartford. Yep. Yeah, that's fantastic. So they apparently have tremendous uh, known pizza for this like crispy charred thin crust. And then, of course, they've, they've got amazing oysters. So that's why we threw it out there as a question. I myself am going to go with the oyster po' boy there because mm-hmm. I just love the fishy stuff. Agree. Next, you love statistics. I just heard you say that. Yes, sir. You love analytics. Yes, sir. What would you say is the most indicative statistic of playing winning basketball? And you can only pick one. Oh, jeez. There's a lot. There's a lot of, like, advanced stats that you could go into. But I'm going to go into a little bit more of the simple stats. We've always been talking about taking charges. But I think the main stat that leads to a lot of winning basketball is rebounding because allowing a lot of offensive rebound gives your team more possessions. And giving them more possessions is them more likely being able to score. So I think if you secure more rebounds, especially on defensive end, and give your team more opportunities on the offensive end, it's going to lead to a lot more wins. I love it. Rebounding is so key. <clears throat> We've talked about it, rebounding and free throw shooting. But it, it's what made me a big fan of Kawhi Leonard. He was a great rebounder in college, and I said, that guy's going to be a player. You can always work on your shot, but rebounding is about want to. It's about desire, yes. and it really gets folks in the game. I love that answer. Yes, Yale doesn't even know what's going to hit him. Yeah, what a player. And student, we got one more question. Do it. And then you're done. I'm ready. Okay. Who's taking more pictures with children this semester? You with the kids of Lake Highlands or Mickey Mouse at Disney World? (laughs) That's actually a really close one. That's a close one. I would say just total, maybe I would give it to Disney. But I think on average per day, I would give it to Vegan. I've taken a lot of pictures with a lot of kids. We have a lot of supporters, and I just really love getting to take pictures with them. On average per day, do you see how deep the analytics go? He's looking at it in terms of pictures well, you know, per day. I only play two basketball games a week, and therefore mm-hmm. my time is limited. Mickey gets paid to do this all the time, yes, every sir. day. Every day. Well, what we've loved is spending some time with you, Samson. Uh, thank you very much for joining the podcast. We very much appreciate it. Have a great run here uh, in the state playoffs, and we will see you on Tuesday night. Yes, sir. Thank you for ha- all having me here. Thank you, Samson. Thank you very much to Mr. Alaton. And we now have in the hot seat, senior captain, number four in your program, number one in your hearts, Mr. Warren Hamilton. Sir, thank you for having me. Of course. All right, GPA. Uh, I have a 4.0 GPA. What? Taking Samson down. I just scoreboarded the big man. (laughs) I think Samson just left the room. He's not excited about that. All right, 4.0. That's really impressive. Uh, You can't do better than that. Can you not do better than that? I don't think so. Warren, can you do better than that? Um, There are people who have better grades than me. I know that because I'm not in the top 10 in our class. But But you can't get higher than a 4.0, though, can you? I think you can. I think you can now, yeah. With all the APs and the this, that, and the GTs, look at your kid. Your freshman kid over there is like, yeah, Dad, I've got like a 17.0. You let him get his own deal. (laughs) 4.0 sounds the best. It does sound really good. Uh, Okay, how many years on varsity? Uh, I have two years on varsity. It's my junior and senior year. 
How close do you do a thousand points? Not very close, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> uh, okay. You are the uh, designated shooter. Um, I was the designated shooter on my team as well. Uh, what, what did you really do to help refine that skill? Yeah, it, it definitely goes back a long time to, I mean, when I moved to Lake Highlands, I met my neighbor and he had a hoop out front. So I would spend a lot of time there. And then, well, and I'd also spend time at one of my teammates' house, Louis Racine. He was one of my neighbors, so I would shoot in his front yard a little bit. And then, yeah, uh, more recent, once I got to the varsity level, I realized I, my athleticism probably wasn't going to be what set me apart, so I had to get good at something. I don't know what something. you're talking about. So <laughs> started to work on my shot a lot my sophomore and junior year and starting to pay off a lot this year. Yeah, so do you guys play, like, over the summer? Is there an open gym uh, all the time? Is that a thing? Yeah, we, we have like three. Well, I, I hoop a lot of LA Fitness, but also okay. at Lake Highlands, we would have uh, quite a, like two or three a week. We, t- we like to call it La Fitness. It's La La Fitness. La Fitness. <laughs> yes, yeah, but the, some former players will come back. So it's some good runs up at the school. Okay. Uh, college. Are you hoping to hoop in college or what's your college plans? Uh, I've talked to a couple of Division three schools, including the University of Dallas, Letourneau University, and the University of the Ozarks, but um, I don't, I don't want to make a decision. I kind of want to focus on, I'm going to wait until after the basketball season because I'm, I'm not sure what I want to do yet. Laterno Smart. Don't is, commit until after Laterno the basketball season. Laterno is a uh, offshoot of La Fitness, I believe. <laughs> Maybe. Laterno's in Longview. Yes, sir, it is. Do you know that? Brendan? I, I don't even know where Longview is. Is that east? <laughs> it's East Texas. That's yes. the state east of Texas. Yes. Uh, Sarah Laterno lives in our neighborhood. She's not Sarah Laterno anymore, but that was her name, Sarah Laterno. Shout out to Sarah. Now, are you and Lewis, are y'all, uh, who's who's better? I mean, you, you said that you guys played against one another. You're two years older than he is. I would assume that you've got a he's little bit He's taller and has more hair than you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's taller, but I, I could definitely still give him buckets. Okay. There you go. Yeah. What are you going to study in college? Um, I'm really not sure yet. I, I know when I'm older, I want to like stay connected with sports, whether it's coaching or analytics or anything. So still need to find a major that would help me pursue a career like that. And is your, your dad is, he's like a real estate guy? Is that wrong? No, my dad's in golf ministry. Golf so. ministry? Yes, sir. Hold on. Can you please explain this to me? Because this sounds <laughs> yeah. like something I need to get I'm, into. Yeah, I'm, I'm also not... Hundred percent sure what it all entails. But. I mean, bartender ministry. <laughs> yeah, he, he he plays golf. He plays golf with people all over and teaches Bart. them about Jesus and the gospel and all that. So, and that's like the two things he loves is Jesus and golf. So he very, he got the dream career for himself. I love Jesus and golf also. Yeah, but you don't get paid for it. <laughs> I know, but I'd never heard of such a thing until now, perhaps. This might be my new thing. I think it is your new thing. I'm going to go work with, for your dad. All right, He'll yeah. have me. You're the go assistant ahead. golf minister. <laughs> assistant to the golf minister. That is really cool. So have you ever gone with him to like do some ministry work with, with your dad? I have not. I have played golf with him before, though. <laughs> and we did go, we Forget did the Jesus part. Morning, We're just going to play so, golf. Yeah. We, I've never been on an actual trip with him for it, but... Oh, he takes trips for yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. He they they there's like it's called Lynx players and they have like different courses all around that they use. So he's travels for it sometimes. That's amazing. Maybe they want to sponsor the podcast. So, <laughs> uh okay. So So you, what is Jesus? Is he like a four handicap? What kind of index is Jesus? You don't play with Jesus. You talk about Jesus. Well, I understand that, but I mean I just think that obviously what are you saying? Jesus isn't good enough to play golf? No, I'm saying that that Jesus would be like a plus thirteen. Like he okay. just makes the ball go in anytime right, he wants to. Fair enough, yeah. Uh okay. Nerve. You got sick over the Christmas break. Which cost you a little bit of time, not only in basketball but in Wranglers. How are you feeling now? Uh, yeah, get, getting sick definitely was not fun. Uh, not just the feeling, but not being able to play was pretty bad. But I've, I've definitely recovered now, and it, it was a little bit of a blessing. It, like, I realized how fast time was going, and like I don't, want, I didn't want to take season for granted. So it's really like flipped the switch for me. Did you have a lot of screaming matches with Coach about playing? Saying, "Look, dude, I'm fine. Why won't you play me?" Yeah, it was more. It was more with my parents, uh, them 
because they, they said like my spleen was enlarged so if it got hit it would hurt but I swore that I was okay so there was a little bit of bickering between us trying to me trying to play but that was you bickering with your parents not your parents bickering with coach Joe yeah yeah no no I'm no, bi- no bickering with coach no. uh okay girlfriend I do not have a girlfriend who did you take to the faves dance I took my friend Kelly Cawthorn. Oh, yeah. We know the Cawthorns. Uh, yes, yeah, yes. absolutely. John is in seventh grade, which we also have seventh graders as well. Uh, shout out to Mike Cawthorn. All right. Bellboys. Like, why don't they do basketball stuff? I did I mean, okay, okay, hold on. We're going to have Carrie Jones on, by the way, uh, <laughs> next week, I think. We're going to try and get her on. Because I'm going to have these questions for her. Well, I'm going to grill her about the GPA extra points. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she's in control of that, but... okay. Bellboys don't do anything for basketball. How in the blue heck is there not a pep rally last Friday for this game? Like, what's happening? And this is not for you. We're, we're going to have a beef. I'm talking to Brendan. I'm going to ask you about the bellboy thing, though. They, they're planning some sort of pep rally for the red and white football game. I'm like, what? We've got a, a state playoff team, a district champion... And we're not doing a freaking pep rally? Maybe we're going to have to go uh, off the beaten path and organize it ourselves. Ooh, a live podcast pep rally. That'd be amazing. Sounds like a lot of energy. Okay, so did you ever want to be a bellboy? This is this is for you, not for Brendan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I am a bellboy. Oh, you are a bellboy. I See, that's bellboy. what I thought. That's why I wrote it down. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, well, I did want to be one, and I am one. But <laughs> we, we talked with our sponsor a little bit about doing basketball stuff, which... Again, in the Highland Park game, the theme was strictly business. So the three of them and another and another friend made like an ESPN table where they wore suits and a yes. headset. So oh, yes, they tried that, that, but I mean, there's not much more they can do besides throw on the. They uniform. can drive around the neighborhood and ring the freaking bell on game <laughs> yeah, days. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely definitely make some things happen. Talk talk to the boys about playoffs. Um, but yeah, that they're they're loud. They're great, anyways. They're always in the front row. So. And we're gonna need them, them. We're gonna need them promoting our uh, Instagram uh, opponent entrance video as well. All righty. Okay. Very good. And they need to lead the charge on this, I think. Okay. okay. Now let's do a full court press with Warren Hamilton. Whataburger or Chick Fil A? Jesus, <laughs> sounding like you're from New Jersey. Whataburger. I love both. I'm, I'm, gonna, have, I'm gonna have to go with Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. You know, <clears throat> Chick-fil-A loves Jesus, and your dad loves Jesus, so I think that's probably a good fit. Xbox or PS5? Uh, I've always I've always had an Xbox, so never never really played PlayStation. What game do you play the most? Uh, I play NBA 2K the most. I was, I was playing that before I got here, so I just got the new one, 2K23. Get your head so, right for basketball. That's yeah, why you exactly. wanted it. Okay. I bet you played a lot of that during uh, mono season. <laughs> yeah, mono I actually, season. Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, yep, that's true. You're correct. All right, Brendan. More pressure. What is a more pressurized situation? This is going to be a tough one. I don't know if you're going to have the right answer to this. Wrangler dances or shooting threes? Man, um, I think I'm going to have to go with Wrangler dances because once I'm in the flow of the game, I don't like when I catch the ball, I don't get nervous. It's just more of let it fly. But Wranglers, I got pressure of messing up and. Dropping a Pre- girl. Yeah, pressure of my own partner getting mad at me. Who's your partner? Her name's Ellie Baumgarten. Okay, don't drop her. I, I will not drop her, but yeah, basketball, I mean, I feel like even if it misses, I can just get back and get it back on the next possession, but in Wranglers, if, if you drop it, it's, it's, it's pretty much, yeah, there's no recovering from that. Yeah, favorite free time activity? Not basketball. What else are you doing? I do like to play video games a lot. Definitely okay. a gamer. Besides, besides Xbox. Hmm. Give us something else about Warren. Uh, I, I did play on the uh, Ultimate Frisbee team, so I like to play Ultimate Ooh. Frisbee a lot. So, yeah, I have to keep that going this year. So my uh, this lady I work with, she's like on some um, like professional Ultimate Frisbee league. That's a thing. Yeah, yeah, there is. And uh, former player Kyle Moran from last year, he could definitely play professionally if he wanted to. Really? So, yeah, he's very good. We, we went to the state championship last year. Lost. In ultimate frisbee, yes, yeah. we lost in heartbreaking fashion in overtime to a team from Austin. But yeah, Kyle Moran and the kid named Trace Cabinets were really good. They they carried us there. How but, many people are on the ultimate frisbee team? We had um, so there's seven on the field, but we had 
I think, 10 players. And I was the only junior, so all of them are graduated. I'm the only one left. So I may have to hold a tryout once basketball is over, <laughs> make another state championship when, run. Yeah, when's, when's the season start? Uh, they're, they, I'm in a group meet for a spring league that they're going to do. And then like they, they kind of organize within themselves the state championship. Okay. So it'll be, I think it's towards the end of April. Okay. You should see if Samson wants to play with you. Yeah, he, he did play. He played in one tournament last year. Play one game. Or one game, yeah. See, look at that. That wingspan, that has to help, right? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Favorite music, favorite band, favorite song, whatever you want. Uh, I've definitely been uh, listening to a lot of rock music lately, some, some Motley Crue. Oh, eighties, eighties yeah. punk hair hair but rock. When I play basketball, it's, it's definitely a lot of rap music. Gets you gets you hype. So. Kickstart my heart. Yeah, kickstart my heart. Home sweet home. DJ oh, Mac. Is that the guy? DJ Mac. You like DJ Mac playing in timeouts? Oh yeah, DJ Mac. He's great. Can you ever hear Coach? Yeah, yeah, I can. I, can't. I, can, def- I can definitely hear Coach. Uh, I heard him at the can. Pierce game, loud and clear, and that was sixteen <laughs> rows up. Boy, he was raging pissed. He <laughs> was. That yeah. was a day. Um, okay, that is, of course, our full court press with Warren Hamilton. Great job, Warren. And we will say goodbye to Warren. He can sit here through the close because uh, we very much appreciate uh, you coming on the podcast. I appreciate y'all having me. He's going to have to read some copies, so he isn't going anywhere. <laughs> All right. You don't need to read copy. Uh, but yes, that will do it for us. Uh, follow us at Lake Hooplins on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube. You can see our great video here. You can catch our uh, opponent entrance video on Instagram coming up shortly. Again, playoff sponsorships are available. We've got six games. We're going to do a show for every game. Uh, Hopefully we get down to San Antonio uh, first weekend of spring break and do a live podcast down there. But you can reach me at Scott at Linesight2020.com. You can reach Brendan at Brendan at Linesight2020.com. And, of course, our presenting sponsor, Tritex Cabinets, www.tritexcabinets.com. Thank you very much, Trey Chapman, for all of the support this season. And we will talk to you next week. Goodbye. Go Cats.